Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan. I wanted to address the elephant in the room today. Like a one-trick pony, PETA has taken the lion's share of the news headlines. But hold your horses. Instead of letting sleeping dogs lie, they let the cat out of the bag and showed how pig-headed they are by taking everyone on a wild goose chase and having a cow by making a mountain out of a molehill. There is more than one way to skin a cat, and if I were a fly on the wall, I'd want to hear that they plan on getting busy as a bee by going cold turkey on this foolishness. They should either fish or cut bait and do things that actually help animals. (laughs) How's that for an intro for you? Uh, (laughs) The reason I went into all of this is because I recently saw an article, uh, and this was uh, from the Daily Wire and Hank Bereen on January 28th, entitled, This Bull Something, uh, (laughs) Cruz Mocks PETA Calling for End to Using Animals as Euphemisms. And I, I, I kid you not, this is not a satirical piece. This is actually something that happened. So let's... Let's dig right in. It says, uh, this week, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, PETA, issued a tweet calling for all human beings to refrain from using the names of animals as euphemisms for insults directed toward other human beings. All right. It says here, quote, calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals and justified in violating them, unquote. Wow. All right. <laughs> let's, let's read that one more time, just in case you missed it. All right. Quote, calling someone an animal as an insult reinforces the myth that humans are superior to other animals and justified in violating them, unquote. The animal rights group said using animals as euphemisms can, quote, perpetuate oppression. And such words are supremacist language. This is just absolutely way out there on a limb. And in their tweet, PETA used uh, animals as insults, perpetuated speciesism. Have you ever heard of that one? I've heard of a lot of isms, and I I know isms get thrown out there a lot, uh, when you don't like what somebody is saying in particular or, or they're doing, then you just put an ism on the end of, of, of a word and it makes that person look bad. And so in this case, they're saying that if, if you're using these kind of euphemisms, then you are perpetuating speciesism. Peter lectured that instead of chicken, we not call somebody a chicken, we should say that they're a coward. Instead of a rat, we should say that they're a snitch. Instead of a snake, we should say jerk. You're you're a jerk, not a snake. (laughs) Uh, Okay, instead of a pig, you should say repulsive. You're repulsive. Instead of sloth, stop being slothful. You should should just say, stop being lazy. So we're supposed to substitute these words for the words of these animals. 
PETA has repeatedly made headlines for its intrigue and unique uh, animal-focused world vision. Two days after a radical uh, Islamist murdered 49 innocents and injured 53 others at a gay nightclub in Orlando, Florida, PETA tweeted that the discrimination against chickens had to stop. Quote, discrimination is discrimination, and it's wrong, whether you're a woman or a chicken, unquote, said PETA President Ingrid Newkirk. In November of 2016, PETA trivialized rape, running an ad saying, quote, equating innocent women and girls being raped and impregnated uh, to inseminated farm animals, unquote, as the Daily Wire reported. The ad commenced with five different female activists alternating lines, seemingly recounting brutal, painful acts of rape against women and girls. The ad described what appeared to be one woman's account of a rape. The ad then revealed the subject at hand was not a woman, but instead farm animals being inseminated. Quote, because I am you, unquote, proclaimed one woman tears strolling down her face. Quote, only different, said another. Every year, billions of animals are born into the meat, egg, and dairy industries, read a statement flashed across the screen. Almost all of them are a result of forcible insemination. Almost all of them are a result of rape. Don't participate. Go vegan, is what this ad said. Uh, yeah. In July of 2018, Peter released a video in which actress uh, Natalie Portman compared the killing of animals for meat consumption to the Holocaust. Portman, Portman referenced Nobel Prize uh, in Literature recipient Isaac uh, Singer as she stated, quote, Isaac Singer grew up in the same part of Poland as my family. And like them, he fled to the horrors of the Holocaust. Portman quoted Singer from one of his novels stating, quote, we do to God's creatures what the Nazis did to us. As long as people will shed the blood of innocent creatures, there will be no peace, no liberty, no harmony, the video states. Slaughter and justice cannot dwell together. You know, according to the uh, the Times in Israel, PETA was banned from comparing meat consumption to the Holocaust by a German court in 2009. The court told PETA that they could not use images of the Holocaust alongside abused animals after PETA launched the Holocaust on Your Plate campaign. You know, it's obvious that PETA believes that there is no difference between people and animals. That what we do to animals is the same as what we do to people. You know, is, is a biblical view for a Christian to have this kind of, of, uh, of viewpoint? I, I think that we should look into this. And, and obviously where we go as Christians is to the Bible when it comes to these type of things. Um, and, and if you, if you look at Genesis 7, 15, uh, and, and this, uh, this is from the ESV, it says, they went into the ark with Noah 
two and two of all flesh in which there was the breath of life. So we know, number one, that animals have the breath of life from God. Okay, And, and anybody who's, who's had a pet, they, they understand that, that there's more than just instinct there, that, that, that animals do think through things. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a thing where these are just stones on the side of a road. Animals do have a brain and they do have the breath of life in them. Um, no, there's, there's no, nothing in the Bible that says that they have souls that need to be saved, but they do have God's breath of life. He did create them. They're God's creation. And so there is a tendency, I believe, amongst some, particularly Christians, that, that have you know big hearts and they want to do the right thing, to go ahead and, and believe the things and support organizations like PETA. Unfortunately, organizations like PETA take things way, way too far into the extreme, and they start take, taking, uh, put, putting animals on the same level as humans. Matthew 6, 26 says, Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? So you see that God takes care of the animals, and we should as well. We know that, that, that he has put us in a place of responsibility for them. Uh, we even see here Proverbs 12:10, Whoever is righteous has regard for the life of his beast, but the mercy of the wicked is cruel. You know, we are to do the same as God and take care of the animals. There is no doubt about that. To take care of the environment. That is something that, that, that is, is not really up for debate when you take a look at the Bible as a whole. And in Genesis 9, 1-3, it says this, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. So, one of the reasons that we have animals, and God created them, and he actually created them before he created us, one of the reasons is for our food. So yes, when we actually eat animals, and we eat meat, that is okay, not just okay, but it's the way that God designed it. And to say that animals are on the same level as humans, which is what PETA's stance is, is not a biblical stance. You see, what they're saying is, is if I go out right now and I set a, a mouse trap, okay, in, in my kitchen, let's say, and let's say that the mouse trap does its job and it takes care of that mouse. It what PETA is saying and their their logical uh, chain here is saying that I just now committed murder. 
that I set out something, I set out a trap, that trap killed that mouse, and now I have committed murder because I, as a human being, have no superiority to any animal whatsoever. That is not biblical. And if we look here at Genesis 1, 26 through 28, I think it becomes more clear. Let's do that. When God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creepy thing, creeping thing <laughs> that creeps on the earth. There are creepy things on the earth as well. But So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on earth. All right. God gave us the job of re- and responsibility, I think, to take care of and manage the earth and animals. And that includes... That that even includes things like we we saw here in the Pacific Northwest and in in really all along the West Coast. um, We saw this last summer a lot of wildfires here. Now, why did those wildfires occur? Part of the reason that those wildfires occurred was because we have not managed our public lands very well at all for quite some time. It used to be that we would go in, we would forest, and we would take out uh, you know, the, the undergrowth. Um, there were literally even uh, like uh, small fires that were set and, and managed so that this undergrowth would be taken out, that um, the, the, the trees would be thinned. Uh, and and, and these, these forest lands were managed in a way that made it so that the wildfires could not could not get very big. I mean, yes, you know, there's all kinds of lightning strikes and things like that that happen that start uh, small fires, but between, you know, obviously those uh, firefighters and the fire jumpers and things that that we have that will go out when something like that uh, sparks, uh, between that and the fact that we've managed the fuel that's on the ground, I mean, just literally what falls out of the trees and things and then and then is on the ground, obviously it turns brown, it gets dry, it gets very, very much like fuel. And that fuel then, when it's ignited by, let's say, a lightning strike or anything else, uh, can then just go crazy. And, 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 and we see when it's st- stoked by some uh, heavy winds, let's say, it can get up in the canopy of the trees uh, and, and just go, uh, pardon you know, the expression, like wildfire. It will just, con- it, it will go very, very quickly. And we saw a lot of land get burned up, a lot of unfortunate things happen, a lot of people's homes that uh, I, I have a friend, I have a number of friends that, that literally uh, lost everything. Their, their house burned to the ground, um, maybe a, you know, a fireplace left, uh, everything else gone. And um, fortunately, I I didn't have anybody who lost their life because of it, but there were people that lost their lives in these wildfires. 
And a, a big part of it is because we did not manage those lands, and we have not managed those lands for quite some time. I believe that's not biblical. I believe that if we take a look, just simply, let's just simply look at Genesis 1, verses 26 through 28 right here. And if you, and if you see that is our responsibility and it's our job to take care of not just animals, but, but the earth in itself. I mean, if you look at, again, let's read it one more time. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Now, again, He's already made the animals. He's already made the earth. He's, he, he, then all of a sudden he says, okay, let's make man in our image after our likeness. And so again, we, he is making us human beings after him and his likeness. He didn't say that about animals. He didn't say that about plants. He didn't say that about the dirt. What he said was, Let's make man in our image and after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And God blessed them. And God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. So we have a responsibility. We have a job to take care of things. Now, does that mean just because animals are not human that we can just simply go out and, you know, poachers kind of get to me. I, I, I have, you know, everybody kind of has their bugaboos and things that really get to them. And poachers really get to me. I'm not, I'm not a hunter. I'm a fisherman. Don't have time to do it all. <laughs> so I do go fishing. Um, but yet uh, I have hunted in the past. And, and, it, and poachers definitely get my goat. Um, I am not a fan and, and I will, uh, anytime that, that, uh, I can see where there's some monkey business going on like that, I will do everything I can to try to get those individuals in trouble. I think they, they, um, need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent. Um, I, I, we have a responsibility to take care of the earth, to, uh, make sure that things are managed well. My dad, I can remember years ago, uh, went out hunting, deer hunting, yeah, into an area that where you basically, as long as you had your hunting license, you you could take out any deer you want. It didn't matter if it's male, male or female or anything. And he thought, wow, I'm, I'm going to go down there. That sounds, sounds like, you know, it's an easy, easy time. He went down there and he came back and he said, you know what? This area is terrible. He goes, the, the, um, the, the deer, the, yeah, they're, they're, they're so abundant that they're literally, um, you know, eating all of each other's foods and they're starving in many ways and they're they're skinny as dogs and 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 so he came back not even having gotten a deer even though he could have because it, it was just such a sad situation it was not a managed uh, area very well at all they were obviously getting it under control um but it wasn't uh, and hadn't been to that point so like i say we we have a op- we have a responsibility to take care of the land and take care of animals it is right here even just in 
Genesis alone. And so I think that when we start to, um, you know, try to do our what our responsibility is to do, and we start to to support organizations that do uh, help with the um, the the taking care of animals and the taking care of of, of the land, uh, we have a responsibility to make sure those organizations actually do that. And and unfortunately, what we see so oftentimes is organizations like PETA here in this case, who take things way, way too far. To say that animals are on the same level as humans is not biblical. And we cannot support that, that type of thinking. We cannot support this, this type of mentality. And, and, and then to, to, because of the mentality, because of the worldview that, that people like PETA have, then, um, then what, what we see is, is they're, they're going overboard into areas like this whole euphemism thing where we can't even use animals as euphemisms because we might hurt their feelings or, you know, we are, um, yeah, we, we are doing things that, that are causing them to, to be uh, oppressed or whatever the case may be. This is, this, this is absolutely ridiculous. And, and, and yet it is that, that they're not kidding. The, the, the people that are involved with PETA, they really truly believe this stuff. It's almost like a religion to them. And, and, and I, I would even go as far as say it is their religion. And, and so when we have a, um, when we have a biblical worldview, when we know who God is and what our place is in this world, then we're not going to have that type of mentality and we're not going to support those that do that. There are definitely organizations that do have a biblical worldview and they, and they are out helping animals and they are help, helping the environment and they help, are helping manage things. Um, and those are the ones that we need to help out, not, not places like PETA. And let, let me just end by saying this. Uh, what really gets my goat and makes me mad as a hornet is organizations like PETA that think that they are the cat's meow because they watch things like a hawk and act like they have ants in their pants and they go hog wild when, uh, when their fishing expeditions uh, turns into something like what looks like whack-a-mole. When a can of worms is opened, instead of understanding that their goose is cooked, they try to throw out a red herring and weasel out of things. I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here. Uh, I kind of feel like a a fish out of water, as I normally wouldn't hurt a fly. But I have to call PETA out, as they are going to the dogs. (laughs) And and if you'd like to, to, uh, uh, you know, communicate with us directly, you can do so. And, and, you know, it's been a wonderful thing to see this podcast grow. We can now be heard on iHeartRadio. So if, uh, uh, on iHeart uh, Podcasts. Uh, and so if, if that is your uh, vehicle for podcasting, we can now be heard there and you can pick us up uh, on there. If you like what you hear, please, uh, you know, go ahead and, and make sure that you hit the subscribe button or the five star or whatever. So uh, that helps us out tremendously. Uh, you can all also communicate with us through email and that is uh, for uncommon sense at gmail.com. That's for F-O-R uncommon sense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.